0: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order.
1: Additional terms apply. And joining us on the Great Bend Midwest Bank hotline, of course, is David Hobbs from NBC Sports Formula One analyst. Thank you for coming on the show, David.
0: No trouble at all, Steve. Uh, You've got me out of the air-conditioned restaurant. I'm standing in the (laughs) 95-degree sunshine. It's just... It's just agony. I'm sure you're <laughs> having the same problems up there.
1: Yeah, it is. It's well, at least it's at least the sun is out and the grayness has disappeared uh, for the time being up here. Yeah. Uh, it, it's going to be a fun evening, though, on Thursday, May 18th. This is an opportunity for uh, fans of uh, David, along with Lynn Saint James, uh, that weekend. Of course, is S- it's the SVR vi- SVRA Vintage Racing Weekend. And uh, Thursday night, there's gonna be a dinner at Seabkins that if you're interested, you can attend. It's the Historic Race Circuits Spring Dinner. And this is a group that is uh, has done an excellent job preserving the original race circuit up at Elkhart Lake, which was on the streets of Elkhart Lake in the early 50s. And thanks to them, a lot of the the you can actually follow the complete circuit up on that is still on county roads and highways up there. With uh, historic markers marking the way, and it's a, if you haven't done it, it's a pretty neat deal. But on uh, Thursday, May eighteenth, our friend here, David, along with Lynn St. James, is going to be having a dinner at Siepkins You want to tell us more about that, David?
0: Well, um, I was asked by John Calhoun, who who runs the club, or one of the people that runs the club, and as you said, they've done a marvelous job in marking out the old circuit on the on the roads around El Car Lake and, of course, the streets in El Car Lake. And, uh, yes, yeah, so I'm going to be sort of interviewing uh, Lynn on her career. Uh, she was obviously not the first woman in racing, but but one of the, one of the first. And also one of the more successful. Um, she did the Indy 500 a few times uh, with some success. And, of course, she also rode for, drove for Jack Roush, who NASCAR fans will be very familiar with in uh, a mustang in the uh, gt division of imsa racing back then in the um, 70s and 80s and she was very successful in that winning her class a number of times in in the, in the mustang so it'll be interesting to talk to her since then she does a lot of charity work she's the um at the, at the hall of fame not so long ago and also she was uh, doing an interview she she was the interviewer at the amelia island uh, Concorde d'Elegance back in March and she was interviewing Al Hunter, not Al Hunter Jr the real Al Hunter, who won the Indianapolis 500 four times she did a very good job there so it should be a good fun evening and uh, I'm sure I'll find something irrelevant irre- to say about uh, Lynn <laughs> and the club and uh, Seapkins of course which I've been going to Seepkins now since uh, oh gosh 40 45 years so uh, I know Seapkins pretty well and uh I'm sure a lot of people in Milwaukee, certainly in Wisconsin, know Seapkins. It's 100 years old last year. 2016 was its 100th anniversary. So it's a wonderful hotel, great hotel, great restaurant. It should be a good evening.
1: It should be a good time, and uh, we'll be posting uh, information on that on the uh, Final Inspection Facebook page. Make sure to check that out for all the latest in the happenings around here for that, of course and that should be an event that's a must not miss. Uh last week we had the Grand Prix of Bahrain and it was a Ferrari win again for Sebastian Vettel. And uh it's quite spirited race, a lot of good good battles throughout the whole whole event and I think one one thing that kind of surprised me, it was a little disappointing I, I don't know I'm kind of interested what you think was the the Bottas Hamilton uh dice for uh second place on that.
0: Well, Botas, you know, I, I thought that Botas would be uh, as quick as Rosberg myself, but he obviously has not yet got to know the car well enough to be as quick as Rosberg, and um, he was obviously holding Lewis Hamilton up, and the team, you know, in the end said to him, you know, you've got to let him through, um, and the team have already said since, well, we don't like to choose drivers, we don't like to have a number one or a number McLaren, we like everybody to race together uh, a race against each other but on the other hand they do have a world championship to think about from the constructors point of view and uh, at the moment it looks like Lewis Hamilton could win a fourth world championship it also looks like Sebastian Vettel could win a fifth uh, so they so they let him through but they had left it somewhat late and um, the gap had grown to about six seconds and uh, although he whittled it down, Lewis Hamilton whittled it down He then got stuck with a five-second penalty for impeding Daniel Ricciardo in pit lane, which everybody thought was a bit of a draconian move. Mm -hmm. When questioned afterwards, Daniel Ricciardo said, well, I didn't really actually notice it at the time. I didn't realize that I was being impeded. But, you know, that's racing. So anyway, and that five-second penalty was enough to to do him in. But the fact was the Ferrari is quick. The Ferrari this year is very fast particularly in the hands of Sebastian Vettel, not quite so fast in the hands of um, Kimi Räikkönen. But nevertheless, it looks like it's going to be a battle royal between uh, Vettel and Hamilton throughout the year. And the teams themselves have got to be operating at absolutely full, full on here. They've got to get every pit stop just right. Um, And they have to get their strategy, their tyre strategy, just right um because the team that gets the strategy right is most likely to win the event and at the moment we're looking at ferrari to mercedes one and um so yeah i think it's going to be a battle royal throughout the year and Valtteri Bottas is going to have to get stuck in there if he wants to keep that drive because they've only signed him for one year and if he wants to hang on to that drive he's obviously going to have to start winning some races
1: yeah i think from the constructor's point of view it's going to be very interesting uh how the number two drivers are gonna, you know, perform this year? I think if I'm Ferrari, I'm very concerned that I keep Kimi Räikkönen very motivated uh, and and keep pushing him because y- you don't want him to lose any points to a Red Bull team or a Force India team when you know the I think the the constructors championship is gonna might come right down to the wire.
0: Well, to be quite honest, it, it looks as if the Constructors' Championship is going to come down to the number two driver in each team, Valtteri Botas and Kimi Räikkönen, mm-hmm. uh, both of whom have been slightly underperforming. I mean, Bottas did get on, on the podium in the end, but um, probably not where he wanted to be. You know, obviously Mercedes would have rather he was second. But, um, yeah, so if, that the whole, as I say, this is going to be, for the Constructors' point of view, which in some ways is the more important of the two championships, because the world champion driver gets a lot of money of his own, but the world championship constructor gets all the money from, uh, from the sport itself. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that money is worth, you know, to win the championship, it's, you know, up in the 50, 60, 100 million dollars. So obviously winning the championship is very important, not only from a prestige point of view, from a company like Mercedes point of view, but also quite honestly, just from a financial point of view. So yeah, it's, it's as I say, it's going to have to be a massive team effort. And in fact, one of the reasons that, again, cost Hamilton the race was that the team, the Mercedes team, made a bit of a bish of uh, Valtteri Bottas's stop, mm-hmm. tyre stop, when he came in in front of Hamilton. And that's why Hamilton was going slow in the pit lane, because they told him, whoa, 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 wait, 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 because Valtteri Bottas is here, because even though the teams have two different sides of the garage in terms of preparing the cars and this sort of thing and their own engineers, when it comes to tyre and pit stops, they have one team for both cars. And, of course, Hamilton had to wait until the team had had finished changing Botas' tyres. So that actually cost Lewis another probably five or six seconds right there. And, of course, it cost Botas' about four seconds because of the slow start.
1: And uh, we're talking with David Hobbs on the Great Midwest Bank line from NBC Sports. Coming up next is uh, the Russian Grand Prix in Sochi. What, are, what, what should we look for there?
0: Well, as you know, the 2017 cars have got much bigger tires and wheels. Um, the cars are wider overall, which reduces the center of gravity, so they, they are a good bit quicker, um, significantly quicker. Uh, not that much quicker than last year, funnily enough, at Bahrain. But I think in Sochi, they will be because there are some very high-speed turns, especially turn three, which is that long left-hander that sort of goes around that statue, and it's a long, long corner, very high speed. And these cars this year are going to develop from absolutely phenomenal grip around there. Um, so I expect the Sochi times to be probably a couple of seconds quicker than last year. Um, it's not the greatest place in the world to overtake. And again, I don't see it being anybody really, but the um, Mercedes and the uh, Ferraris. But Red Bull were a lot closer at Bahrain than I thought they'd be, actually, considering those long straights there. So around um, Russia, you know, especially, especially Max Verstappen, I mean, they might be right there with with the Merch and the uh, Ferraris, which of course is great for us fans. Not so good, not so good for the Mercedes and Ferrari, but. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I think the Russian race will be another good race. Uh, um, they're talking about cooler temperatures, which apparently plays into the hands of the Mercedes more than the Ferrari. But Vettel the other day dismissed that. Yeah, uh, cool temperatures, but he's obviously very confident. But I think it should be another good race. And uh, huge, huge tension and uh, an amount of um, uh, pressure put on the teams, the whole team, to make every pit stop absolutely record breaking in time and also to get the strategy just exactly
1: spot on. Okay, David, we certainly appreciate you coming on the show, and don't forget uh, you can check uh, David and Lynn St. James out at the Siepkins HRC Spring Dinner coming up Thursday, May 18th. For more information, you can go to historicracecircuits.com or the Final Inspection Facebook page for more information on that, And uh, we'll talk to you in a couple weeks, David. Thank you for coming on the show. I'm
0: looking forward to it being a very good evening there at Seapians. It'll be great to be back in the old dining room there again, and hopefully we'll have a pretty large crowd and be very interesting to talk to Lynn about her very varied racing career. So uh, I invite everybody to come along and uh,
1: get some tickets and come and join us that weekend. All right, thank you. All right. Appreciate it. Thank you, David Hobbs, and the Great Midwest Bank Hotline.
0: You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.